Shalom, I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. Did you know that 71% of the Earth's surface is water? Of that 71% of the Earth's surface that is water, just over 3% of it is drinkable, which means that about 97% of the Earth's water are oceans. So we have that about 3% that is drinkable as in fresh water. That's, that's not including if it needs to be cleaned. That's not including if it's in a facility. That is just streams, rivers, lakes, that type of thing. It's fascinating. God created a world in which we have to do work to make maximum use of what's available to us. I was recently having a Shabbos conversation with a local Rav on this topic, and he was sharing the concept of the man, which is that you had to go gather the man, and you had to grind it down, and you had to cook it. Hashem provided this thing that could just be eaten, yet we had to partner with Hashem and make it edible and consumable and enjoyable. And the same way, too, we have the world. Produce doesn't just grow without the help of mankind, we have to dive in for rain, for example. We also have to till the ground. We have to plant seeds. We have to harvest. We have to observe Maser. We have to do the Jubilee. There's so much that we have to do to make maximum benefit of what is available on the earth. We have to clean water. We have to sometimes boil it, sometimes... Filter it. There's so many things that we need to do to take benefit from the world. In the same way, a boy enters the world physically perfect, but we have to cut back part of our physical nature, the foreskin, to bring us to where God wants us to be. So the question is why? What's the purpose of this? Why do we have to work for the man? Why do we have to maintain a garden? Why do we have to make sure our water is clean and filtered and safe? Why do we have to do these things? And the answer comes back to the Kabbalistic reason for the creation of this world. We are designed to be partners with Hashem in this garden. We're supposed to work with Hashem to take care of everything. Hashem doesn't do everything for us, and we can't do anything without Hashem's involvement. We can't even procreate without Him being involved with the miracle of procreation. We have to partner with Hashem. And the world was created, how and why? Not because Hashem needed us, but because Torah required us, because we have to be partners With Torah, Torah exists and therefore it necessitates our existence so that we can fulfill Torah. We are critical to this ecosystem. It doesn't mean God needs us. Far from it. What it means, though, is that God designed a system, an equilibrium, that needs us to do our part and be involved. And it's really fascinating, this concept, because it goes, it goes quite against the concept of evolution. 
I mean, yeah, there's two types of evolution. Which is what we first need to say there's two types of evolution. There's microevolution and macroevolution. Microevolution is small changes over time in a species to help them be more survivable. We see that with how the flu mutates every year and how there's a potential risk of COVID-19 mutating as well. That's fact. That's science. That's proven. Macroevolution, the jump of one species to another, is not proven. And there's still a lot that's assumed there. After all, it's a theory, which means there's no evidence for or against it. And so when we're looking at the concept of if we lived according to the theory of evolution, if we lived an atheistic world, a how do I phrase it? It's not a pagan world, but a, a world in which Hitler had desired, for example. If we lived that type of world, the concept is is that there's natural selection. We naturally evolve. The, the, the superior species survives. The weaker animals are taking out the wheat from the chaff type of thing. And there's this constant growth of greatness and natural usage of the materials around us. But we see that's not the case. Because even from the first moment of creation, or the first moment of evolution, or whatever viewpoint perspective would posit their beginning, from that first moment, we see that we need to do work, and we need supernatural intervention in order for anything to work. So therefore, evolution is not possible. Macroevolution and the concept that we came off the backs of crystals is not possible. And we, th there has to be a higher power. And this is really, in its very core basis, one of the presuppositions that introduces Judaism, but also a core tenet of Kabbalah. Because we're taught that God made a garden and that we're partners with Hashem in taking care of this garden. And the Talmud tells us, if you don't take care of this garden, no one else will. In order for this garden to produce fruit, we have to do our works and be involved. In order for us to have clean waters, we have to clean the water and maintain the system. And in order for us to eat the man, we have to grind it and cook it. In the same way, in order for us to receive God's blessing in our lives, we must daven and we must petition and we must live an observant lifestyle. It all sinks together. One part cannot exist without the rest. And that's something we can take comfort in now. We're in a world of chaos. We don't know what the future is. We know we'll never return back to what we thought was normal, but nobody has an idea of what the new normal is. We haven't even really, really addressed it because we're still in reaction mode to COVID-19, the first variant. We don't know what's coming. There's so much to be scared of right now. There's so much to be terrified of. And so we have to remind ourselves that Hashem is in control. And Hashem has us as partners with Him. And so we will overcome this we will move forward, but we have to have faith that this is for a reason, that this too is for the best, even though it brings about great loss, that there is a way to move forward. But we cannot lose the humanity that Hashem created us to have, which is to do good and to be good. 
and to pursue holiness and be an example of holiness. Do good to others and be good and love God. That's all we can do right now. But we see that throughout history, when we do that, we're doing what we are created to do. We're partnering with Hashem in the act of creation. We're tending that garden. Because it doesn't mean just planting a beet in the soil. Tikkun Olam is more than the physical realm. It's a spiritual too. And it's all connected and it all has ramifications. So in this time of uncertainty, in this time of fright, in this time of instability, don't forget. It's the same God that's always been in control. It's still Hashem. And we have the same promise. We have the same Torah. And we just need to continue to live our lives for Torah, to live our lives for Hashem, even if how we do that has to be different given our current health climate. Thank you for listening to Kabbalah Pod on Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share it with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love to hear your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yibrik on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrick.com slash donate. You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and by purchasing our custom-made Kabbalah bracelets or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrick.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah.